Hi, this is FBL Focal from YouTube. You may not be aware, but I now convert all my videos into podcasts. You can find all the podcast links at linktree.com slash fblfocal. That's linktree.com slash fblfocal. Welcome back for another video. There's been another 50 friendlies since the last pre-season video, so in this video we'll be taking a look at the players who are in form and other news including budget players that have impressed, tactics used and more. It's important to pay attention to pre-season because there's so much you can miss which can have a bearing on your team selection. So to make it easy for you I've compiled everything into a short video of everything you need to know. There's plenty of content to come here every week to help you hit your rank target and win all your mini leagues. Hit subscribe for more to come. Starting with Arsenal whose form has continued and everything points towards them starting the season strongly. Jesus was on the target again versus Chelsea in a surprising 4-0 win. That's 6 attacking returns for Jesus in about 190 minutes or a return every 31 minutes. Arsenal's lineup versus Chelsea won't be far off their gimmick one lineup. Tomiyasu still out so White played in right back and Saliba played in right centre back. Tini also out so Zinchenko made his debut against Chelsea after joining up with the team for pre-season. He had a good debut and linked up well. I expect him to start in left back come gimmick one versus Palace. Nketiah has also looked very hungry and he'll be used lots this season, likely alongside Jesus in games where they struggle to break opponents down. Smithery hasn't played a minute since Nuremberg weeks ago so Martinelli looks a lock for gimmick one as well. Aston Villa have now kept three clean sheets in their four games, Man United the only team to score against them. Bailey's been the standout in pre-season with two goals and two assists and only five mil. The most recent game against Man United is the one I want to highlight here. Bailey started this one on the bench with Gerrard lining up with both Ings and Watkins up top. 2-0 down at half time he brought on Bailey who transformed the game with one goal and one assist to level it. Post-match Gerrard said, quote, If I had to pick a team for the real thing tomorrow, Leon Bailey's starting in my team. With that in mind it's becoming increasingly difficult to overlook him. He's a perfect budget mid to allow you to spend elsewhere and still clearly has potential to get something himself. Bournemouth's last match was a 1-0 loss to Bristol City. The only player worth highlighting in pre-season so far is 6 mil Solanke who has two goals. The 24-year-old was Bournemouth's main man last season in the Championship, scoring 29 goals and 7 assists and they'll be counting on him in their hopes of staying up. Bournemouth have some of the worst opening fixtures so he could be one to pick up a few gimmicks down the line. Not much to report from Brentford, Lewis Potter scored on his debut against Strasbourg. Visser has also impressed with one goal and one assist but he and Lewis Potter could share minutes this season and either currently look nailed unfortunately. Mbumo scored two goals, one of which was a penalty which would have otherwise been taken by Tony had he been on the field. New goalkeeper Sinus Strakosha has yet to make his debut. Brighton have now played three friendlies. In the Reading game Potter lined up with Welbeck up top, Mopai and Undev named on the bench who both came on in the 71st minute. For now Undev unfortunately looks like an avoid but one to monitor in the final friendlies and opening game weeks. Chelsea lined up with a back four against Arsenal and by half time Arsenal put two past them. Emerson started that game in left back, replaced by Alonso in the second half, Chilwell an unused substitute. James has looked the sharper between the two so far in pre-season. The James and Chilwell double up could be overkill from gimmick one. There seems to be a lot going on behind the scenes at Chelsea. Ziyech wants to move to AC Milan, Alonso and Aspilicueta want to go to Barca and Werner and Pulisic want to leave for regular first team football reportedly. That said Chelsea is certainly not done in the transfer market so we'll see how the rest of the window plays out. Crystal Palace have been very busy in pre-season, Vieira split the squad up into two groups so while some of them were playing in Australia the other half were in England. Zaha has been on fire, in the last update he had one assist from the opening few played and now has four goals and three assists. All the strikers have chipped him with goals, Benteke, Eduard, Mateta and Plange. It's clear there will be lots of value in Palace this season but unfortunately they start the season with poor fixtures but at least gives us time to assess, perhaps even a few price drops by the time the fixtures turn around gimmick 5. 
It's not been a good pre-season for Everton. They followed up the Arsenal defeat with a 4-0 defeat to Minnesota United. It is midway through the MLS season so the American teams are arguably fresher, but poor result nonetheless. Patterson has been one of the few highlights, the 20-year-old has been playing in right back with Coleman currently sidelined. He has done well with two assists so far. Mitrovic has continued his fine form from last season with three goals and an assist in pre-season. Fulham opened the season hosting Liverpool which is an off-putting fixture to consider the Serbian for. However, Pereira's been eye-catching as one for our benches. In the two games he's played he has two assists and both are from corner kicks. Fulham evidently have been working on set pieces and a 4.5 mil midfielder taking corner kicks is fantastic value. Melia has been impressive in pre-season. Harrison has the most minutes played but no returns yet. Both new signings Aronson and Sinistera have been involved but no returns from either yet. Firpo got one goal and one assist but he's now injured until September. 7.5 mil Banford's back from the injury that ruled him out at the end of last season too and he has featured in three games but no returns either. Leicester have been absolutely flying in pre-season but only one clean sheet from five played. Last season they left a lot to be desired in defence which is a trend that may continue. No shortage of goals though, and Dakar is now on 3 goals and 1 assist, though he could find himself on the bench for Vardy in Gimmick 1, who has 2 goals himself. 5 mil Jewsbury Hall is at the same price as Bailey, and he has a goal and 3 assists. Bailey looks the better pick and a more attacking role, but if Jewsbury Hall starts better, then there's at least one option to move sideways to. Barnes and Madison have both been performing and heavily overlooked in most drafts. Among the Amol mids, you probably have to put Diaz, Saka, and probably Mount just ahead of him, but there's not much in it. Barnes at 7 mils attempted 1 2. He's quite a hit and miss player though, and one of those that you have to catch at the right time. On to Liverpool, and after a difficult debut by Nunez, he had an absolute blinder against RB Leipzig, putting four of Liverpool's five goals past them. One goal was a penalty, which Salah gave to Nunez as a confidence booster in all likelihood, and to get the goals flowing for the new signing. Diaz, the player, was the one who won the penalty. Despite an impressive game, he hasn't played himself into my team. Right now, I'd put all four of Salah, Trent, Robertson, and Diaz ahead of him. Salah was the other player on the score sheet against Leipzig, and Trent's been quietly ticking along with two assists in pre-season as well. Man City have played a couple of pre-season games now, the first a 2-1 win against Club America, De Bruyne the scorer of both goals. Haaland was an unused substitute first game, Pep said he had niggles and they didn't want to take any risks. 12 minutes into his debut against Bayern Munich he scored, assisted by Grealish. Haaland has a poor injury record so it's a tough one between him and Kane to start the season. Grealish could be an under the radar pick, Foden didn't travel for pre-season so Grealish is likely to start in gimmick 1 and only 7 mil. This was how they lined up against Bayern. Swap Walker in for Wilson Esbrand and this is very close to the expected gimmick 1 lineup if not exact. Man United continue to impress and in my eyes there's so much value in their assets this season. Marcelo and Sancho both had 3 goals in pre-season and Rashford has 2. They've still got another two games to play, and yet in last year's pre-season no player had more than two goal contributions throughout, which was Alanga's two goals and Shortire's two assists. Ronaldo's uncertain future lingers over Martial in particular, however he's still not back yet and they'll almost certainly line up with a front three of Rashford, Martial and Sancho for gaming one. Dalo's also impressed and he's only 4.5 mil and he's been very attacking, he's hit the post and has an assist so far. We'll skip Newcastle who haven't played a game in the last 8 days and nothing to highlight as of now. No informed players to highlight for Nottingham Forest. 4.5 mil forward Taylor scored twice in the last game, but he's in the same boat as the other 4.5 mil forwards, such as Greenwood, Archer and Plange, in that he's not expected to get any starts. Nico Williams has started in all three friendlies since signing for Forest, and he remains the best 4 mil defender in the game. Lingard comes in at 6 mil, and having only just signed, is yet to play in a pre-season game. Southampton's pre-season began last week with a 3-1 loss to RB Leipzig. Two goalless draws since. Bakafi and new signing Bazanu have played one and a half games each so far. 
Ward Prowse was only featured in one game, which was against Watford in the last one, where he played 64 minutes. Five-man midfielder Stuart Armstrong played out of position as a striker, and when asked about this, Hassan Hootel said, As a striker, he has more freedom for what he wants to do. I think this is good for his game. He was driving with the ball, and it's not so dangerous when he loses it because you have enough players to defend. I like this position for him. Based on Hassan Hootel's comments, definitely one to keep an eye on, but they do have Adams, the other Armstrong, and also other players who can play in striker as well. On to Spurs, and both Sun and Kane have been excelling in pre-season, with the two of them involved in almost every goal. Kane scored five times in three games with one assist. In fact, the three goals from the Rangers game and the Sevilla games were all Kane goals with a Sun assist. It's becoming increasingly tempting to consider Kane over Haaland for the same price. Perisic made his debut in the last match against Rangers off the bench, and he was very lively. He did well to take his man on a couple of times and put in a terrific cross into a dangerous area. Spurs have one more game against Roma and former manager Mourinho on the 30th of July, which in all likelihood will be their first choice 11. All eyes on whether Perisic makes the 11 or not. West Ham have been very busy with six games played now, however no standouts, seven different goal scorers across the six games. Suchek scored twice, Benrahma once and Burn with an assist. The Hammers kicked the season off against Man City, so they're a side not in many managers thinking. Bowen the most owned with 8.7% ownership. 8.5 mil is an awkward price point and the City fixture is an awkward one too, as immediately after they've got three great looking games against Nottingham Forest, Brighton and Villa. New centre-back signing Aguad is set for a spell on the sidelines after undergoing ankle surgery. Lastly Wolves and both Neto and Pudence have been eye-catching. I expect Wolves to improve this season and they've got the right opening fixtures to start well. Neto is the template 5.5 mil midfielder, while Pudence is very overlooked at the moment. He's very technically gifted and he passes the eye test. If he can remain fit, he can even play in striker. In fact, in the Pesectus game, Jimenez was withdrawn as a precaution and Podence played as a forward for the rest of the game. That wraps up the pre-season update. There'll be one final update to come before Game Week 1, so hit subscribe so you don't miss it. I'll read all your comments, so drop one below. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.